Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Today, we have a special episode. We have two fantastic guests. One of them hasn't been here in a long time. Really excited to have him back. But we have uh, Jarrett, who's back. Uh, I'm sorry, the mysterious stranger, because his uh, Zoom name is that. Uh, but also, <laughs> Brandon. Brandon is back as well. So uh, let's start off with Brandon. How are you doing, man? Hi, I'm doing good. Happy to be back on the cast. And um, yeah, like you said, it's been way too long. So I'm happy the to people have up. asked. Where have you been? And then I'm like, he's coming back. He's coming back. We gotta give we gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> That's true. And and here we are doing it finally. But uh, you know, obviously we just got through the holidays and um that was like one of the last episodes you were on, you know, slightly before the holidays started. But uh, how's how's life been treating you through the holidays and now? Oh, the holidays were crazy, um, but we survived them. Um survived having COVID around uh November, December. So that's good. But other than that, um, just work in school, going going to a boot camp right now for cybersecurity. So that's kept my mind pr- plenty busy. It occupied a lot of my time. I've also been trying to improve myself with the, uh, you know, not necessarily uh, New Year's resolutions, but trying to improve myself, which is something that we're going to talk about later, is I'm reading a self-help book. And I believe, Jared, you're on that uh, similar path as well. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Last been, last been good. <laughs> the last time you were on, by the way, was November sixth. So it was about right, right on the money. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, been uh, been pretty busy over here. Um, losing my job here in like <laughs> um like a month. So we're my company is transitioning to a new company. Um, so I already applied for my new job and we're being told we're guaranteed our new job. Uh, however, you know, those are just words, you know, until I see like the job offer, you know, it's a little bit, you know, a little bit dicey, but you know, we're still out there kicking ass and doing our job because we want to make sure everyone's taken care of the right way. Uh, so that's been, you know, um, I wouldn't say stressful. It's just been kind of like a bummer, you know, like regardless of the good things that they're saying, um, business is business. So this decision isn't to keep everyone it's to, um, grow profits, but also transition to a new kind of business. And, uh, in my opinion, that means that there's going to be cuts somewhere. So you got to keep an open mind about those cuts. Cause like I said, business is business. Um, so life's been a little weird lately with that. Um, I now live with my parents again, which I've talked about on the podcast and this beautiful new house that we have. It's fucking awesome. I'm grateful for it. Um, but my dad, you know, has had sleep apnea for about 30 years. It's not nearly as bad as it used to be now. He's, you know, lost a lot of weight and he's been on the CPAP machine. But now he gets to hear me snore and it's bad. It's about as bad as you can possibly imagine. And I've been trying to take life more seriously this year. Not so much a New Year's resolution, but also just, you know, be a, you know, be a fucking adult and try to take care of yourself. So I've been going to the doctors pretty heavily the last month. And got my blood blood work done. Um, you know, just been trying to get out of the sickness. And I actually did a sleep test. Um, so the blood work came back and still not diabetic. In fact, the only thing that I need to work on is losing weight because I have slightly higher cholesterol, but all my blood pressure and everything perfectly fine. So that felt really good. Um, definitely a step in the right direction um, in terms <clears throat> of what, what goals to accomplish. And then I did the sleep tests. And you're supposed to leave the equipment they give you at home, you know, on all night. Um, but I screwed mm-hmm. up and about an hour and a half in, I took it off 
because I thought I was supposed to be going to work because when I looked at my phone, I thought it said 2 a.m. Actually, uh, it's it said 11.15, so I got that wrong. Um, but in the, well, because the device turned on at 10 p.m., by the way. Um, but the 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 stats they got from that one hour it was on um, were more than enough information that they needed. And the, the se- severe level of sleep apnea is yeah potential 30 instances where you stop breathing or close to. And uh, I had 128 in one hour. So almost 100 instances more than what they consider severe. That's really bad. Like really, really, really bad. Um, and then I guess my oxygen level at one point got to 80%. So, and that was for 0.3% of my sleep. Um, so yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> so that's I had no co- idea sleep apnea was like where you stop breathing. <laughs> Dude, sleep apnea is probably like, why i am i'm not saying it's like the sole reason why i'm uh uh, such a heavy guy um but i am starting to realize after i've been doing my research and talking to my doctors and just talking to my dad and just kind of you know researching the you know disease or whatever you want to call it um itself and yeah it's pretty much like ruining my life um i'm always tired i'm drowsy when i'm driving in the morning um i have no energy or motivation and when you think about it it makes sense it's because I'm not getting more than half of the sleep I try to get every night, right? So yeah. if I get six hours of sleep, I'm actually probably only getting two to three because of how many of those instances exist where I almost stop breathing. So it's pretty nuts when you think about it. And it's just another reason why I hope everyone out there tries to get more sleep. Um, sleep, sleep is everything. If you're not getting sleep, you're fucked. And I'm really excited to get a CPAP machine, which I just paid for. So hopefully that comes in soon and uh, start sleeping again, like a normal fucking person. Um, So basically what the machine does is it helps your airway stay open and it provides you that lack of oxygen that you might lose through sleep apnea. And therefore you get a full night's rest like you're supposed to get. And my dad said I did wonders for him. And I've honestly, everyone I've ever talked to that's had sleep apnea and has the CPAP machine, nothing but positive reviews and almost life-changing you know, instances. So I've been working out and just kind of trying to sleep more because I'm not getting that sleep. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's been something. And then Brandon, before the show started, you know, just in terms of like, Oh God, hold on. got a, got an instant. Hold on. What's up. I got a, we got a intruder here. It's my nephew, Miles. What are you doing, Miles? (laughs) (laughs) Actually his sister's sleeping. So I will be right back. Uh, But Jared, go ahead and uh, talk about what you've been up to. So Brandon, because I got to go fix this because Maddie's in the next room trying to take a nap. You can go ahead and talk to her. Yeah, sure. no, I was just been... like watching your, I was just watching your screen. I was like, did he just freeze? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing has much changed in the last two weeks since I was last on. Uh, if anything, health-wise, I've been pretty insomniac the last two weeks. The first week, I was didn't get a whole lot of sleep. I mean, I would go to bed like my usual time to go to bed is between eight and nine thirty, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of normal for me to wake up around two or three o'clock and then eventually get back to sleep after an hour or two, um, once in a, like a couple times a month. But it's just been like that nonstop for the last two weeks mostly. And then weirdly, uh, there was like two nights in a row where I, I just couldn't sleep. I was like, I think one night I came back from work, um, took a shower, ate dinner, and it was like six o'clock, and I. It's like, dude, I have homework to do, but I just crashed out in bed 
stuff for till like nine thirty, and then the next thing I know, I'm, I'm I'm awake for like seven hours. I'm like, fuck me. So sorry, playing RuneScape and doing homework. <laughs> nice, nice dude. Um, I know, it, it, hearing about Ryan's sleep apnea, I'm like, shit, we should all go get sleep tests right now because um, almost everyone has sleep apnea. By the way, the normal level is zero to five times a night that you stop breathing. So, and if, I have, yeah, I'm sure I probably have that more well, often than five times. Yeah, so like, if, yeah, because all shapes and sizes can get it too. Like, you don't have to be fat to get it. Um, if you do, that's true. If you do think you're not getting good sleep, just go do it. Just do it because, I mean, I don't know why I put this off for so long. Like even going to the doctors just to get my blood work done. Um, but yeah, sorry about that, everyone. I'm going to finish what I was talking about. Um, my nephew wanted to deliver me my mail, which Brandon, there's that typhlosion I was telling you about. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. So now I just need the art, um, <laughs> Samurai V-Star. But yeah, that's actually what I was going to jump into. Um, I'm, you know, I got like a greatest hits Pokemon binder I'm working on. Um, so that's been kind of something to take my mind off the, like the sleep apnea and the whole work situation. Um, girlfriend's doing pretty good. I mean, Natalie and are doing great. Um, her daughter's fantastic as well. Um, her whole family's fucking amazing. Um, so that's been great. Um, my family's been doing pretty good over here. Um, yeah, it's just life has been good, but also just kind of just um, all over the place mentally. I would say I was talking to my dad yesterday um, I've come to the realization that I don't want to be around anyone, but I also hate that at the same time. So like, I'm ty- kind of tired of talking to people and being around people, like even family. But at the same time, I'm like a hypocrite to myself because I disagree with that. Like I love being around my family and I love talking to them and hanging out with them. So it's kind of like a, a mental struggle I've been dealing with. Um, I, I want to probably say like, I, you know, I've, rather talk to a professional and them declare what they want. But I think I've been dealing with some form of depression for sure. Um, so that's been kind of tough, you know, between like everything going on. Um, and then, you know, the whole weight thing is kind of really weighing me down. Um, so I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just having that realization that like, I'm kind of just sick of being around people is really weird to me because I mean, I get it. Like we all need our alone time, but like to not want to be around people, like even your loved ones is weird as fuck. And it's, uh, it's, it's very strange, but it's a, it's a real feeling, dude. Like it's completely valid. I, I get that all the time. I got that this morning. I was supposed to wake up at eight and like get ready for the podcast and be awake, but I just ended up staying in bed and I was like, I just can't. And yeah. sometimes like that happens where you just like, and it is a form of depression for sure. Um, but you know, it's valid. <laughs> yeah. And like I was talking to Natalie about it yesterday too. And I said that to her, but I didn't like explain that. Like, it's not her, like, it's not like I'm trying to get away from her. So I felt really bad. And I was like, Hey, just to clarify, I want you to know <laughs> it's not like a you thing. It's just like this weird, 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 weird phase I'm going through. I call it a funk, but I've been calling it, but I think that's fine. You know, I, I don't know. I'm pretty open about that kind of stuff too, like talking about it to, you know, her, of course, and then like, you know, my family. So I think that's been helping me get through it quite a bit. Just, just trying to see like the bigger picture to things in life again too, though. And um, it's been really nice. Um, There was something else I wanted to say and I don't remember what it was. Oh, Jarrett, while I was muted, you were talking about how I, I believe you were talking about how you like you get up during the night a lot. 
to use the bathroom or something? And like you, no, I just end up waking or? up like twelve o'clock or or two o'clock. Got it, got it. See, I misheard you because um, I actually get up almost every night to like go pee, but I'm like I feel extremely blessed at the fact that I can actually just pass out right away again. So like once I wake up and go to the bathroom real quick, I just lay down. I'm out like in a matter of seconds. So I thought that you were dealing with something similar to that. Um, mm. But I, like I said, I misheard you because I had my nephew yelling at me. Um, no, I've been having sleep issues. Uh, well, in 2020, I was just under a lot of stress and I would be insomnic a lot um, to the point where I'd just give up and start. I would just go for like a three to six mile run at, at two in the morning just because I, I I'm I was completely over trying to fight to get back to sleep. Uh, I don't have that issue that much anymore. Like occasionally I'll, like I said, a couple t- maybe a couple times a month, I'll wake up around to you and then eventually get back to sleep. But it's not too often where I'm always, I'll wake up to you and I'm up for the rest of the day. That doesn't happen very often anymore. Um, except for whatever has been going on for the last two weeks. But yeah. <laughs> have you gone to the doctor for any, for uh, an examination or anything? Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I, I talked, I mean, I've, I guess we we're going to talk about mental health today, but I've gone to therapy and I've even seen the psychiatrist because my therapist recommended to see a psychiatrist. And then I said, like, talk to the psychiatrist, like about my sleeping issues. Just like, you want me to prescribe you something for your sleeping issues? Like, no, I'm good. It's like, it's just got to get better nutrition, uh, better health. It's not mental or anything like that. Except for, uh, I mean, a week ago, I had to give a speech. Um, I was under a lot of stress because I literally changed it, my outline fucking five times and changed my title eight times. So I was like, I was like, had everything good to go. And then I just kept on changing it. And then the closing the date kept on coming. It's like, dude, I ain't ready. So I think that's why I'm pretty sure that is why I was uh, not sleeping well because I was just under that stress. Like, I have a speech to give in the next few days and i just changed my topic and my outline again so did uh, you have anyone to practice with with that dream or that, i'm sorry that dream that speech or oh no that... i didn't give it i just said fuck it <laughs> i was removed <laughs> i was removed from the speaker role for the, that night but it turns out there was an error so i was like oh that gives me a perfect excuse to leave my outline at home tonight so i just went to went to uh went there for the night without my speech and i was like oh i got an email saying i was removed it's like yeah we removed you from speaker threes but we moved you up to speaker two it didn't say that in email so it's like whatever oh shit and is this the toastmasters that was mentioned in your notes that you sent us yeah nice and obviously that's how this one instance is going how has it been positive in any sort of way um uh, it's been so, so i've been it is positive. Uh, it's just uh, how to explain it for people that uh, have social anxiety or uh, obviously don't like uh, public speaking. Yeah. Yeah. High five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, people that don't like public speaking. Um, it's a great way to practice. It's like uh, everyone there to support you. They're not going to judge or anything like that um which is fine uh but yeah there's a lot of 
I've been doing it better and getting more comfortable in crowds. It's just like one of the things is like table topics. Like you get an impromptu topic and you speak for like one or two minutes. Um, sometimes it gets, goes over, but it's like, it's hard to come up with something like, like, I don't know. It could be any topic and it would just be out of left field. It's like, I don't know how to fucking talk about that for the first two minutes. Um, but I mean, it's doing better. Can you describe a topic maybe that came up that you're like, how the hell am I going to talk about that in two minutes? Like, what inspires you, can... you to get up in the morning every day? I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not a question I want to answer right now. It's like, do you want to answer truthfully? Because truthfully, <laughs> it's, it's like, because do you really want me? Do I really want to show myself out to these people? Yeah, man, dude. That's... Fuck yeah, man. You're a like, badass. No. Everyone needs to know that. What? No, I'm not a fucking badass. I'm just another human being, the average Joe doing his average job for the for the contributor to society. That's it. And elaborate on that in two minutes. Yep. I do it because did I you know that you have a cousin the... who does public speaking almost all the time and like did it in class and like I'd love to practice with you. I mean, fuck, dude. That was like my biggest fear growing up. Like, like, dude, like I think when it came to school, talking in front of people was the worst feeling in the world. Like, oh God, that gut feeling when you got picked on, you're like, oh shit, I gotta go up front. Right. All of that changed when I went to college and I had a class where I had to give a speech every week for three mm-hmm. months. And uh, now it's nothing to me. And I can go in groups and like the groups in front of hundreds if I have to. I don't give a shit. And I don't mean that like a badass. I'm just saying, thankfully, I took a class and it helped me break out of that cycle. But also, um, I just like talking about certain things in front of people. But like anytime you have something, dude, we can practice. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'd love to hear what you have to say and, you know, work with it on you, you know, or work with you on it. I mean, for sure. That is that is tough, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not right. lying, man. It, it was it was the worst feeling in the world when everyone like you knew the entire class was gonna have to give a speech and everything mm-hmm. just kept picking names out of the straws. I'm like, oh god, my name's gonna come up soon. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah, that was me my whole I'm life. At, I'm at the point where I don't care if I get my name gets called. It's just like I just hope it's a topic that I could easily talk about. <laughs> yeah, and actually elongate it for two minutes. But if it's not, you like wing it and have fun with it, and it's like, well, you might as well just have a good time. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just I just didn't know this topic, so I did my 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 best. Um, but yeah, hopefully that continues to you know, work out for you. Um, yeah, I've been putting it off for since 2014. I that's when I first discovered Toastmasters, and this is when I was taking a Ministry of Justice in college, um, going through the post academy peace officer standardized training, uh, because well. I bought my first, I wanted to buy my first gun and I was like, what's the best way I could learn how to safely and effectively use my gun. So I started doing some research and I found out, um, I think word of, word of, word of mouth that the college and Bishop Cerro Gordo or Cerro Coso community college was offering, uh, uh, administrative justice classes that I didn't know you could take peace officer classes through college so I'm like fuck it i'm gonna try it like what better way to learn gun safety and use a gun and learn to be a cop at the same time so i got to learn that realm of the world a little bit it was pretty cool uh and then let's see forgot where i was going with this oh and then when it came to scenarios i was pretty like scenario training and tactics training was fun and then but when it came to like talking with the community or talking or doing a, a pullover and affecting the rest is like uh, my speaking skills were 
pretty lackluster and command presence was pretty lackluster. And then uh, the instructors who are uh, local cops of Bishop and sheriffs of Inyo County, they were saying like, they talked about Toastmasters and they told us what it was like it's a bunch of people that give speeches every week and like CEOs and stuff do it it's like oh yeah let me no no pressure let me just go to a Toastmasters meeting with CEOs and stuff like that who are heavily skilled in this field and it's like I do not want to put myself into that and then uh, uh, it's something I've been putting off since 2014 and I finally did it back in I finally started doing it in August of last year, I think. Uh, and also, That's what kind of what kind of helped me with that is that because we're going to talk about self help books, is that there's a book called "I Have Something to Say." I think um, it's a book about Toastmasters. I was like, I found it in Barnes and Noble. I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna listen to this," because I said, "Fuck that." I have shit ton of uh, audiobook credits, so I might as well download it for free. I guess fifteen dollars, whatever. Um, it was a good book. I was like, you know what? I guess I'll finally go do the meetings because that book kind of gave me an insight of how the meetings are without actually going into them. I was like, cool, I'll do it. Unfortunately, that book couldn't come in your life in 2014. You know where you'd be today. Yeah. But that's something that we can do with all of our decisions in life. It's not necessarily yeah. on you or anything. I was going to say, dude, it's, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I just, uh, in my opinion, it sucks that he was so like, um, not against it, just like he just didn't feel like he was ready for it. Because then I think about the opportunities he could have had if he just went for it. Because he's saying, oh, these people are probably like way out of my league. Well, yeah, who gives a shit? You know, like go for it, you know, be in their league, you know, step up to the game, you know, because the reason why I say that, and I'm, I'm not saying it's easy, but think about all the networking he could have done and, you know, and what that could have led to, you know? Um, yeah, but that's, that's yeah, literally about what, that. No, nah, dude, you're good. Um, that's literally with anything in life. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, exactly. It's unless you take the plunge, you're never going to know. So just go for it no matter what. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into your guys's, uh, the self-help books that, you know, you've kind of been going through and, you know, have helped you in some ways. Um, just, just cause we haven't had Brandon on in a while and. Um, it's still fun to talk about because I've been trying to play a little bit more here and there. Uh, but Brandon, uh, what video games have you been playing since November, if anything at all? And um, we know one of them is a big ticket item. Yeah, so the games I've been playing since around November, um, I tried, I don't even remember what version I got. I got Scarlet with Coridon. Yeah. Um, I played it. I got to maybe... I got five badges. I got all the Herba Mystica. And I made a probably three or four bases of Team EL. Star. Star. I'm thinking of Sun and Moon, right? Or no. Sword and Shield. Wow, I'm a bad Pokemon fan now. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, you've been that way for a while now. So, I mean, you know. Well, with the, with the games. With the games. You're still a damn hardcore fan just in your own right. That's all. Gen 5 Pokemon, please don't mess it up. <laughs> Oof. Gen 5 remakes, that is. Um Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you got so you got five badges, you defeated four uh badges of the bosses, and you completed all the Titans. Um, but that still left a bad taste in your mouth and you just couldn't finish it. Yeah, it's still I the performance issues and honestly, 
with the amount of time that I have available to me, like an open world game is really difficult to like really embrace. So it just kind of gets overwhelming for me and to the point where I'm not really like enjoying it. Plus, I don't know if it's I'm using the map incorrectly, but the map was really difficult to read for me. (laughs) Okay. And so I just I just kind of gave up on it. So I haven't really been playing many video games. I go back to like Hades. That's like my my classic go to. But something I love uh, Hades 2 coming out soon. I can't wait. True. That's going to be good. Sure. Uh, but other than that, I've been playing uh, a lot of games with Keely, and um, we've been playing uh, Untitled Goose Game, and that's been really fun. We've been also playing another game called Fogs, P H O G S, and it's where you play as a two-headed dog, and each one of you controls one head of the dog, and um, you're like a cat dog situation. So yes. you're like you're, you're stretchy, or you're like grabbing onto things and like solving these puzzles and that's been really fun to play with her and like do some couch co-op and then other than that just playing monster hunter rise on uh xbox and that i've been really excited to play through all over again with the great sword this time and do my main weapon like first thing instead of trying to do the long sword i'm not a long sword user anymore i'm a great sword user <laughs> nice Con- converted to the church converted You've found your way, mm-hmm. even though I still use a sword and shield. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I can't pass up how agile I am and how much damage I can deal in such a short time. Um, That's cool, man. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat in terms of like just haven't played like a whole lot. Um, As I showed you before, like I got Pokemon Emerald again, so I'm soft resetting for a shiny Trico. Um, nice. Kind of wish I wasn't doing that because I just I really just want to play the game. <laughs> like I just I want to experience the whole game again and get to the battle frontier um and get to the battle pyramid. Um so it's kind of a bummer because if I shiny hunt Trico, then I'm gonna want to shiny hunt the legendaries as well. Um, because Groudon, Kyogre, and Rayquaza aren't shiny locked in this game. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can get the Johto starters in it too, and I kinda want to shiny hunt those, but it's I don't know. I don't know. The odds are really, really bad in Gen 3. They're actually the worst of all time. Um, you know shiny charmander on leaf green took me 45 hours to get so yeah Yeah. how how many soft resets are you in for the trico now i don't even count oh no i don't count (laughs) yeah i don't count um but charmander i want to say i actually did really good i think i got to like four or five thousand resets so and i think the max is eight thousand but some people take years to get these Pokemon. Like when we talk about commitment to shiny hunting, like this is like some next level shit. Um, but I think I should just stop and just play the game. I don't know. I'm, I'm very conflicted because Brian's like, you should just just do it, man. So I think what I might do is just get. Uh, oh, and there's the other thing too is the fucking Lugia, Ho Oh, and Mew and Deoxys events. Oh yeah, D- you have the thing. I have the DS cartridge that gives you the official events. So. I want and shiny. This is the only time you can get shiny Mew, like a legitimate version. So I'm like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> so I play that while I'm driving. I know that sounds crazy, but I can do it without it being, you know, unsafe. Um, I could show everyone, and you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's pretty safe. He he doesn't even take his eyes off the road, which I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, I played a shit ton of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet over the holidays, and then obviously we've done a couple podcasts and I did my review on it. I have like 115 hours on that game, um, but I, it dies down now. So like now I'm just doing like the event terror raids 
Uh, like they just had Greninja this past week. Um, so oh, now man. I have a Greninja, Cinderace, and Charizard now. So they're doing like event terror raids that are really fun. And then Pokemon Home Update comes out in two months, which will give us all of our legendaries and stuff. And excuse me, our Hisuian forms, which I'm really excited about. And then uh, Pokemon Day is this month. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, hopefully we get Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 on the N64 this month um, for the Nintendo Switch. Um, Cause I will absolutely fucking cry. Cause I, I just can't wait for those re-releases. Um, yeah. Been playing monster Hunter rise. I'm 43 hours in right now. Um, Been playing every weekend since it came out. I just built uh, my full armor set of Teostra armor. So now my build's pretty stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm just slapping monsters around. Uh, it's just funny playing this game. Cause because the game launched on game pass, there's actually a shit ton of new monster Hunter players. So they keep trying to use traps on the elder dragons and I just keep laughing at them. Um, so that's been fun. Um, but monster hunter rise is great. Um, I still think world is better. Um, not even close in my opinion, but uh, it has been absolutely fun and, and a dream come true to get it on the Xbox versus the switch. Um, it's just something that I was really disappointed in when they announced it. And so I'm glad they still ported it over. I think there's a really smart move between uh, Xbox and PlayStation fans. I'm just really happy for both consoles. Um, the game's great, and I plan on making some bows soon. I'm at the point in the game now where it's just like making your equipment and your gear that you want for uh, Master Rank, which comes out in spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a little bit of Halo Infinite. They had a weekly challenge that I wanted, but Halo's about to fall off the earth, so I guess that's whatever. Sayonara. Uh, it's been great. It's going to fall off the earth. Dude, Halo's doing really bad right now. Like, oh, really, no. really bad. They fired over 70 people. A lot of it was senior um, artists and campaign designers. So campaign DLC is not even coming, Jarrett, by the way, um, which is what we, me and Jarrett wanted the most. <laughs> um, so campaign DLC is probably not even coming. Um, they actually fired everyone who worked on the Slipspace engine, which was the engine that this game runs on, that they built exclusively for Halo Infinite. And now they're switching Halo Halo's development to Unreal Engine 5, which is fantastic in my opinion. But it's like, why waste all the resources on creating an engine? Because if you think about it, an engine is what this game runs on, right? So you're creating a whole new system, a world to make this game run. Well, if they actually just made the game on Unreal Engine to begin with, that all those resources could have been made towards content, making it work better, having that split screen co-op. Like we're just talking about a lot of wasted money and time from very talented people. And it's fucking sad. And it bums me out like crazy to see Halo doing so bad, just because I love the characters and the world so much. Um, And I actually think Halo Infinite's campaign is like really good. And it, it had, in my opinion, like everything you needed to finish the story. Like I felt like it was like, um, there's a lot of story elements in it, especially through the audio logs, but I feel like they left it open to like have like the spirit of fire come back with like red team, maybe Buck and his team come back, blue team, um, you know, Lasky and the uh, the infinity, like where is it? You know, like there's just so much story threads that they left open, like the Arbiter as well. <clears throat> um, and the fact that the flood are on the ring, but you know, they're still either sealed away or someone unlocked them, but we just haven't experienced it. There's just a lot of shit, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so now uh, the focus for Halo is to focus on multiplayer and just kind of rebuilding good faith, but it's really bad, man. There's like even YouTubers are like starting to make other content. Like they're just abandoning, not abandoning Halo, but moving away from it. Um, yeah. 
Halo's probably in the worst state it's ever been in for sure. Oh my yeah. god. And it makes me sad just because like and this is something that Eric was on the uh, episode talking about and Jarrett was here for that. It's like, you know, this, you know, all I was trying to convey is like, it made me realize how much I let something have too much ties to my happiness or whatever, like my life, you know, like star Wars fans and shit. Um, so it's just a bummer to see something that you grew up with kind of go downhill in the way that it is. Right. I mean, things do mm-hmm. die off and I think that's fine if halo dies off, but not because it failed just because they told their stories. There's no more stories to tell. Like the book is closed, right? That's a yeah. different, that's a different type of ending in my opinion. Um, so it's really sad to see where it's going. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll have to see where it goes from here. Um, I think that's all I've really been playing. I've been playing some, I want, I've been trying to play Mario Kart because I'm like a hundred coins away from getting the gold glider. And that means I unlocked all the gold items in the game. So so that's legit. Um, but Jarrett, let's uh let's talk about your RuneScape adventures real quick because that's basically like your main kind of outlet and you know in terms of gaming right now. Um, what what have you been up to on the the good old RuneScape? Well, as we speak, as we're speaking about, <laughs> as we're speak, <laughs> as we're speaking, come, not come about. <laughs> My bad. About Go ahead. Half inventories away from leveling up. Woodcutting from 86 to 87. Nice, dude. Um, yeah, last week I did easy, medium, hard diaries for Mauritania, Mumbridge diaries. Uh, I just before this call, I was attempting um, tortured and demonic gorillas for uh, the segment before you fight Luff and monkey madness too okay. almost killed the final gorilla and then almost died so i had to tell tilly out damn uh, dude he had to tell out of there i haven't heard that fucking lingo in so long Jesus <laughs> christ <laughs> so I'll, have, I'll have a monkey madness to finish tonight nice dude what, you saying, um, what does telly mean as somebody teleport. who's never played runescape oh okay teleport <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've admitted Jer- fuck out. that uh, i think monster hunter is just going to be my my mmo type experience you know yeah um, but uh jared uh, you know obviously we've played runescape for years um you you at this point definitely have way more play time than me but you know for a while we were neck and neck for you know, our tra- childhoods and stuff um as someone who's playing runescape in 2023 which is amazing by the way i love to hear it um what what keeps you focused on it though because i really have a hard time like i i log in i play fashionscape and i'm like all right i'm good <laughs> so like what keeps you dedicated to it oh uh, he's gonna sneeze <laughs> dude i wish i sneezed like that like he looks like he's having a whole fucking orc <laughs> no, my have throat's to... fucking raw right now uh, <laughs> oh it's raw <laughs> no I, I just coughing like crazy right now because i was choking on water earlier <laughs> dude you should I'm take some dayquil dude that shit works like what? a charm dayquil nothing to do with you don't have a sore throat no, I don't have a sore throat. I've just been coughing because I've been uh I threw up earlier because I I don't know, made myself gag somehow. But don't know how. You were a fucking like a nutritional mess. I don't know what Jerry, the fuck it... <laughs> Are you good, bud? I, I'm yeah. Just, he's you like good? the healthiest person in our family, and yet he's still I am far up from somehow. the healthiest person. What do you mean? You eat beets for a fucking like as a fun thing to do. I still can't, eat like shit though. Can't oh. beat that. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh Brandon, you're the best um <laughs> jesus christ so Jarrett, 
you know, playing RuneScape in 2023, how do you manage to actually stay focused? Because I am legitimately curious as PayPal just charged me for my membership as we were recording um, <laughs> <laughs> for a game I played maybe one hour of the last month. Like, how do you how do you manage this, to stay focused, man? You just got to take it slow, man. Because um, if you try to push yourself and grind the most efficient way, the most as many hours as you can a day that you have allotted to you between work, sleep, eat, um, you're just going to burn yourself out. Uh, you're not going to have fun with the game. So it's like one of my goals was to do spin flax, use the spin flax spell uh, to get 99 magic and 99 crafting at the same time. Cause it's like, oh, fuck yeah. It's literally the same amount of time, but you're literally pressing the button like 160,000 times. I was like, no, I, that kind of burnt me out after I got to 80,000 uh, flax. Uh, then, uh, what's it called? I don't know. The last time I really played this game was two years ago. Uh, and then I took, and then I went on a hiatus. And then I, I would occasionally spin flax for like 30 minutes or something, whatever. I was like at the DMV or somewhere in the waiting room or, or being driven or on or uh being driven in someone's car i was like ride uh grind out a little bit but uh i just all of a sudden like i said like the last episode i don't really believe in new year's resolutions if something comes up it's a it's like oh it's new year's like let me come up with something real quick and for me it was get 99 slayer which i won't get this year but one task a day i mean i could do that play an hour a day maybe do some combat train some my skills and um and then it's like all right what else do i want to do for fun it's like all right i have 14 quests left so i go for my quest cape and do whatever else i can for achievement diaries because the sooner you get those quests done and those achievements done the more uh the game is more accessible and useful you get useful perks and items to use uh compared to someone that's like completely maxed out uh on combat stats and they haven't done any questing or achievements. So a person that's completed achievements and questing has more uh, utility out of the game than someone that has mass combats that doesn't have those utilities. I don't know. So for I'm instance, going for it. For instance, Brandon, what he's getting at <laughs> is like, so if you're like in Pokemon, like all those key items and stuff that you get <laughs> as you play the game and then it just makes it like slightly more accessible, whether it's travel or, um, mm -hmm. Just anything like that, the HMs, which made the game more accessible. You know, RuneScape has a lot of these quests that you can do, and they give you items that help you travel to certain areas you couldn't teleport to, or just meet by means of fast travel, or just, you know, even crafting something faster. Just a, a huge array of shit. The game's loaded with that kind of stuff. So that's basically what Jared's getting at is like if I was just to level up my character in combat <laughs> stats, I wouldn't have nearly the accessibility that he does by completing all the quests and, and such, which makes sense. Uh, that's pretty cool. But for instance, Jarrett, you know, I know you can hear me while you're coughing your heart out. Um, so like one of the things I was doing was uh, crafting um, air battle staves because that's the most efficient way, according to, you know, several guides to get to 99 crafting. Mm -hmm. um, but I got bored. Like I'd get bored like 10 minutes in. So are you saying like 10 minutes in, do it and then go do something else? Like go kill a couple dragons or whatever, I guess. And then... Ugh get back to it yeah pretty much so if you want if you want to focus on like a nine or a, a skill that you want to max out like yeah go do that tap or 
go do that method efficiently as possible for like 30 minutes to an hour, as long as you want to do it before it gets mundane. And then if you want, and then go break up that, um, uh, oh, that grind with like a Slayer task or go kill some boss or something. Oh, true. Um, or do another uh, activity that's either AFK or something that's actually fun, a mini game or something. Yeah. Okay, like, so there's more than just grinding that you can do in the game. Yeah. Well, there's, oh, there's yeah. technically like a shit ton that you can do in the game. It's just ultimately, if you're trying to get to 99 and something, it's grinding. Like, there's no way around it. It's just a grind. Mm-hmm. It's a grind mm-hmm. that's boring because <clears throat> all you're doing is clicking buttons. So, like, if I'm grinding in Monster Hunter, I'm literally fighting the monster and hunting it several times over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, well, obviously, you know what I'm saying. You play Monster Hunter. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just you know that's a different experience because you have full control or like playing elder scrolls online if you're doing a dungeon you're the one that's battling those bosses but in runescape you're doing that too but you're literally pressing a button so once the engagement starts it's literally just like animation back and forth it's not you actually pressing a button to make anything happen unless you're doing spells or a special attack on the weapon of your choice so to me because the game is so old, they had to make it work that way. Yeah. But in 2023, it's kind of hard to go back to that. Um, so that's why I asked Jarrett because I admire how he's able to, like I, there's so many things on RuneScape I wish I'd done. I still wish I had the fire cape and at least one skill 99. But <clears throat> finish uh recruitment drive or recipe for disaster. Sorry. Um, so it's just like it's really cool to see that he still finds time to do it because he's doing cool shit in it. Like there's cool things you can do 100 percent mm-hmm. Mini games, bosses, guilds. I mean, you name it. This game fucking has it, dude. It's pretty wild. It's like a yeah. it seems like a wow light. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, in terms of content, they're both probably equal, maybe. You know, that's okay. up for that's up for fans to debate. Um and graphic and graphically though, it is a light version of like an MMO. You know, it's very pixelated and stuff, but that's like that is literally the charm of it though. Um and that's why it's so appealing mm-hmm. to you know old fans and because it's just literally it's like just it's like a blast of nostalgia in your face every time you log in. Okay. So yeah. But yeah, Jared, I wanted to ask you that because I thought it was really cool how you still play that, you know, till this day. Mm-hmm. And even though you might be like, playing by yourself and it's not as fun as we used to play when we do things together. No. Uh Trevor and I killed the cow fight queen uh, oh, nice. a couple of days ago, a few times. Oh what? Uh, so we completed that hard diary. Uh, task uh and then him and i went into the wilderness started killing other wilderness bosses and then i i'm in a clan uh that's focused pretty much on pbn player versus monster um but it's also a pk clan uh so we'll go out in the wilderness kill uh especially with a new wilderness update that came out a week or two ago uh we'll just go kill like callisto the bear and it has the whole bunch of new mechanics and then then we'll anti-pk because we'll get usually get crashed um, yeah so it's a lot of fun I'm not playing on them there you go that sounds awesome actually um but uh yeah i was just curious i want to talk about video games real quick you know because we have brandon on he hasn't been on in a while but we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up and the last thing we wanted to talk about today was these self-help books that you guys have um been reading or uh, have gotten into uh brandon why don't you kind of take it away with <laughs> what you got yeah so um at my work um where a lot of us you know we spend our a lot of our times you get kind of close with your coworkers, and um 
and your and my boss he uh decided to start a book club in my department um which is the uh, machine operating department and uh the first book is called the power of self-discipline by peter hollins i picked this up on amazon for about 15 bucks um i'm sure there's also an uh, an audio book of it um i'm only a chapter in but this is the first uh time i've dove into a self-help book at all and um you know i have uh, i've been seeing my psychiatrist but i haven't been going to talk therapy because my talk therapist has a um uh chose to be a surrogate for a couple the in her local area plus uh my work schedule has been conflicting with hers because she's also in florida so it's been really difficult to schedule a meeting with her so i've been kind of doing um doing a lot of things on my own and of course uh keely is an amazing support system that i have uh, that and she helps me out um whenever i have any sort of um mental breakthroughs um but this book um it's it it makes it i don't want to say it makes you feel like stupid but it it's definitely talks about things that are um kind of common sense and you're like oh you know you don't really think about doing things a certain way until something tells you it. And it's like, yeah, I can delay gratification. And that's really what the first chapter, that's all I've read so far is about like delaying gratification. Like our brains are so hardwired to get dopamine hits and, and we're just trying to, you know, satisfy that primal need for dopamine. But there's advantage to delaying that gratification and working towards something else. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been a fun read. Um, I think I'm out of the whole group. I'm the one who's read the most, um, but it, it it's also, I want to know what you guys think about like self-help books in general. Cause uh, I know some people say that they're not worthwhile or things like that. Do you guys agree with that statement or I think uh, it depends on what you're trying. Oh, go ahead, Jared. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, I want to hear Ryan's opinion before I answer. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so, no, I think, like, uh, I think it's amazing. It just depends on who's writing it, I guess. Because someone's writing a self-help book, they're basically telling you what they've done to help themselves. And I think it depends on who the author is. So if you were to give me a book, I'd probably want to know God, I hate to kind of sound like this, but I would want to know what their beliefs are and like what they believe in and what they, what their conviction is and like who they are as people, because our ideals might not align, which means that your self-help may have nothing to do with me and what couldn't actually help me too. Um, I think they're amazing though. Um, I think, you know, I was thinking about, cause I, you know, Eric was telling me I have no self-control and he's right. I don't like, I might impulse purchase something that I didn't need to, or go get fast food when I could clearly make a nice food or, you know, meal at home or anything like literally the biggest, uh, like problems I have in my life are because of lack of self-control. So I'm, I'm probably going to go on audible after this and look up a self, uh, control book. So no, I'm all for it. Um, just but yeah like I, I would say like if someone like was like hey you should check them out I'm like all right cool well, i'm gonna check the person out too though and yeah. see what they're all about because you know we're all brought up differently we're all raised differently we all live different lives so 
I'm not saying I'm closing myself out to someone who's different than me, but I would say if we don't align on certain things and we probably wouldn't also help ourselves out the same way either. Yeah. Uh, it's like, a, it's like definitely looking for like a secular self-help book. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's like, you know, it's like you can find self-control through the power of God. It's like, that's not really what I'm looking for. <laughs> Thank you. That's basically what I'm getting at. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like if it's just like a generalization of like, here's the things I've done and it's helped me out a lot and I'm going to put it into a book for you. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Sign me up any day of the week. So no, I, I think uh, self-help books are fantastic. And um, I think, um, uh, you know, when it comes to, like the whole like mental health stuff and, you know, we've talked about anxiety on here before and um, <clears throat> I do think, I don't know. It's, it's tough for me, man. Cause I think some people like scapegoated a little bit. Um, and then I think some people like, no, like we, we really need help, you know, either talking to someone, a, a self-help book as you're describing. Um, I just think it varies, but, um, ultimately just to answer your question, just keep it short. So Jared can talk. Um, I think they're fantastic. What do you got, Jared? Uh, I'll look in. I'll actually look into the power of self discipline, Brandon. I don't know. Nice, when. I'll probably I'll probably download it because I still get some credits left, even though I don't have a subscription anymore. Uh, I can't gift it to you. I have like thirteen tokens. That's all right. I still have. Uh, I have thirty four titles total, and I think I still have like ten. I still haven't listened to yet. Nice. Um, I think one of the main first. I'm trying to remember. First of all, I have an entire bookcase over there behind me i'm gonna i noticed that no, um, is that just decoration no yes and no <laughs> uh there's textbooks in there there's books on mountaineering and uh, uh outdoor stuff and then stuff on history of water ge- geology and geography and then top shelves all mental stuff and let's see the dummy's guide to playing runescape in 2023 <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's actually a book <laughs> it probably is dude uh if not you should of, write it out of my mental health <laughs> actually out of this entire bookcase i probably read like five <laughs> oh, okay well, I mean, that's still good um i have a bad habit of starting books and never finishing them amen uh, to that dude yeah oh. like i love reading but for whatever reason I have a really bad habit of like getting hundred pages in and then never touching the book again. Like what? I have a book on uh, Alzheimer's because uh, I'm for whatever reason, I, I'll just, I love going to the bookstore and then just looking for a book to find something that might scream at me. And that book screamed at me is like the, what's it called? The no, end I'm... of the end of Alzheimer's program. The part How... I didn't read was program. What's up? How hot is the chick at the library? library yeah i said the bookstore oh how, how hot is the chick at the bookstore it's not i just give i just picture you like straight up like the fucking tv show you and shit um just like going there checking out books <laughs> like nah he's checking the chick out there's a chick that's pretty hot i there. mean i do occasionally but i haven't seen any hot ones lately oh uh, a bunch of grannies in there and shit like <laughs> <laughs> um no. well, well i was like, really fucked up but that's why you picked the end of alzheimer's oh <laughs> <laughs> But like in all seriousness, like that's knows. that's a that's a good subject to look into because it is such a problem that you know it's 
it's it's prevalent you know my my grandma is starting to lose her memory she hasn't been diagnosed with alzheimer's or anything like that or dementia but Mm -hmm. you know it's it's really something that um i feel like it's worth looking into to like see how you can deal with it you know yeah help Um, family members out yeah no definitely because uh when i used to work as an emt on ambulance and going to like sniffs uh skilled nursing facilities picking up Mm -hmm. patients and taking them to the hospital it's like it's the saddest like 90% of the time it's the saddest thing to see is like just these people are mentally and physically degrading it's like dude these this is the life they chose because they decided to be sedentary for like most of them is because they chose to be sedentary and um that's always kind of I guess I could use that for my speech uh on Thursday it's like what inspires you to wake up in the morning is not to be sedentary and become fucking uh demented anyway <laughs> Dude, that's, uh, and there you go that's 100 percent something you should totally talk about yeah that's i didn't think about know. that when, when the topic came up though <laughs> that's true uh, i mean yeah I mean, but no it's just like it was it's always sad to see because i was like i do not want to be this person and it's like i hope i could like help people and my family's like so they don't get to that state because that's not something anyone wants to look forward to is being in a sniff or a long periods of time i mean it's one thing to get injured because then you have no choice but to be there sometimes um but as for the alzheimer's book alzheimer's um i i just saw the book and the title and i was like you know what i kind of want to learn about alzheimer's because uh i had some medical conditions going on uh summer last year uh so i was like you know what i'm gonna look into that because um, I also like, did some blood work too, just because I was like, am I diabetic by any chance? Because I know I'm predisposed by that because uh, bloodline and then uh, also predisposed to cancer from my other side of the bloodline. Uh, so I was like, I just want to do some blood work. I looked at all this. So I, I wanted to read this book. And based off of this book, I didn't realize it was a program to prevent and reverse Alzheimer's, I thought it was just to understand the science, which it is, but it's also a program to prevent and reverse the effects of Alzheimer's. And um, this shows evidence that the patients of the doctors in, that wrote this book were able to reverse it, but not all can successfully do it, but it is possible. Um, and mainly it is stopping sedentary, be physically active eat a more nutritious diet and it's like eat more raw fruit vegetables um stop eating processed foods uh so whole foods uh you could still eat meat just don't eat processed meat like go get breaded chicken patties from the freezer aisle uh and then like read right be active in some kind of community um some form some form of social setting and that they studied patients for um, a year to up to eight years, and they were they reversed it within a year. Uh, showed signs were reversing all this uh, symptoms of Alzheimer's uh, within a year, and some patients were able to keep uh, the effects of Alzheimer's completely. I can't think of the right word, but below uh, or like non-existent for like up to eight years and they're still living great. Uh, so that drove me into 
uh, that because I don't know. I don't know. It just sounded interesting. But I still need to finish it. I haven't touched it in like a month. Nice. But, yeah, that sounds super interesting, dude. Yeah. You know, I think uh, instead of like, I'll oh, go ahead, Jared. Okay. I just think instead of like self help books, I've, you know, I've, you know, I'm, I listen to David Goggins' book. Um, David Goggins is uh, amazing. If you haven't heard of him, look him up. He yells at you, tells you to stop being a bitch. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, what is it, Goggins? David Goggins, yeah. He's been on Joe Rogan a lot. Um, he's just a guy who's had a rough life. Um, let's see. Oh, and uh, his book is called Can't Hurt Me. Um, it's incredible. And then, honestly, my favorite book of all time, because it was just like way better than I thought it was going to be. Not that I thought it was going to be bad, but it was just like really good. Um, it's called I'd Like to Play Alone, Please by uh, Tom Segura, my fa- one of my favorite comedians. Um, it's his first book, and it's fucking incredible. It's, um, I don't know if he meant it to be, but it's just like, it's very motivational and inspirational because um, him and his wife have a podcast called Your Mom's House. And like every time I hear about them talk about like what it's taken to get to where they're at now, because they're obviously living pretty comfortably, um, that, that stuff really motivates me a lot. And creates like a drive in me to want to do better. Um, so, and I, I like funny shit. Like, um, I'm not saying something can't be serious because like David Goggins' book is serious, but um, I like to like not take life too serious, but serious at the same time. And so, what I mean, is obviously the things we're talking about are serious, but I still like to take it at a lighter note, and either yeah. whether whether it be funny or cracking a joke about it. Like, that's just how I am. Like, I, I prefer to live life that way, um, to take the serious thing serious, but also like laugh about it at the same time. <laughs> so, um, like this book, like I said, it's, uh, I'd like to play alone, please by Tom Segura. I cannot recommend it enough. It's fucking hilarious. It talks about his upbringing, his career, where he's at now. He does voices of his parents and stuff in the book because he does it as a joke and naturally. Um, so that shit's fucking hilarious. Um, so like I've I've you know listened to those two books. I'm not done with David Goggins yet. I don't think. Um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Like I don't check the self help books out. I mean I, I'm gonna look into it now just to see what's out there. Um, but uh, I'm glad you guys found a couple books that have done something. But Brandon, you you more so talked about the book itself. But has it done anything for you that you can call out that you're like this is definitely something that I've gained from the book specifically. Um, I would definitely say um, it's it's made me it's helped me not want to give up because I'm going to to a boot camp for cybersecurity. It's it's really it's really difficult, and I don't have um, as much computing experience as um, a few of my other classmates. So that's it's it's been intimidating, but um, the content in the book has helped me. Uh, you know, not give up, have some persistence in something that I want to do because um, I know it's causing me discomfort now, but it will provide comfort as the comfort of living once I actually, you know, pass my certification exam, work on my other certifications and get started in the field. So that's helped me with that. Um, I've also recently quit uh, vaping. So that's that's helped me you know 
put that off and it's like yeah i want the you know it, it even talks about it in the book it's like yeah it's like a, it's like a, the nicotine buzz you want to get it but um you know imagine how healthier you're going to be without it and my lungs feel better ever since i quit about two months ago dude vaping is like really bad yeah and the, and the ban you know on the flavors in california that's definitely been like another <laughs> like yeah i'm i'm good <laughs> But yeah, you don't want to get popcorn lung or just, you know, having to feel like you need to rely on something to get you through the day. It's it it's it's a really temporary it's temporary gratification and, and it feels really shitty when you're like you're like, oh, I can't find my vaporizer. Like, what am I going to do? So having kicked that, it, it's uh, pretty liberating. Yeah, as I'm drinking poison right now. And I'm gonna, and trust me, I'm gonna smoke weed later. But <laughs> isn't weed like not bad for you at all? No, well, still bad. bad. That's bad for you. DP cherry, full full flavor, baby. Dude, yeah. I just Double I don't have any. I don't have any water upstairs right now. And I was thinking about it while you were talking. I'm like, I'm really thirsty. I'm like, oh, I think there's a couple of cans of dark pepper next to me that I brought home yesterday. So <clears throat> whatever, I'm gonna have one. Um, that's good, man. You know, um, because I would say, like, even when we were kids, you were quick to give up on anything if you just didn't feel it. Yes, especially with like PE. Now, I'm not yes. saying I'm not saying you didn't feel like shit, but you definitely like used your excuse up to the maximum level. Mm-hmm. And we're all guilty of that. I mean, in our own way, and and in certain instances. So it's really cool that this book helped you continue on and power through this boot camp and like stick to your guns and and um, keep up with other people because. Now you're at the tail end of it, which is legit. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna have a lot to show for it. Um, once I I pass that exam, it can start my life. You know, now that I haven't been living beforehand, but it's just like, you know, not having a career in mind, and then all of a sudden, like being able to have one, it's um, it's pretty fucking rad. (laughs) Yeah, it's super exciting, man. Like. That's kind of like something I've been thinking about lately. I'm like, I don't, I like really have a career in mind. Like it was this company because of the, the countless opportunities there are. And honestly, the opportunities are about to grow at the new place. But at the same time, I'm like, huh, how long until we get sold again at the new place? Yeah, You know, or, or something like that. It may never happen. I don't know. But all I do know is, is that people, I, my coworkers have been in the company for like 30 years and now they just got sold off to another company. So, you know, it's really cool that you've gone through this boot camp and now have a more clear path on a career that you can actually go for. So it's super exciting. And that's something like that I've been kind of dwelling on a little bit too, to be honest lately. Um, that's why like a part of me really wants to just stop being stupid and get really good at the podcast. So that I have the opportunity to create this or make this into a career if it can go to that, which it can. I just need to work harder and um, sometimes it's just easier said than done with the motivation. So it's a little challenging. So that's probably something where like that self-help book would help out or just finding ways to better yourself every day. So it's pretty legit, man. I'm glad that book helped you out in some way. That's, that's really good. Yeah, the thanks, author dude. did their job. <laughs> yeah. Um, so far so good. You know, like I said, I still got a majority of the book to go through about fifth of the way there. But um, but yeah, 
as the first dive into self-help books, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, you know, and just it's like what we talked about earlier, just going for it, you know. <clears throat> Honestly, most of life is just going for it. Just taking that risk, you know, you're, and yeah. step, stepping out of your own uh comfort zone. But um obviously it's easier said than done for a lot of people. But uh, uh still a struggle. Yeah, no, definitely still a struggle. <laughs> no question about it. <laughs> um so we're pretty much I feel like we're pretty good here. It's a good note to wrap it up on. Um Jared, is there anything else you'd like to say before we uh, kind of close this out? We could probably finish up on uh on some benefits of what people can get out of self-help books and some therapy stuff if you want to talk about that. Well, yeah, I think um I think benefits are just like realizing that you know in some cases obviously it's a it's a case to case you know it's a person by person situation but for me a lot of it's been like just get out of your own head just like do it um but one of the things i've been struggling with you know for probably like the last year or two uh like just for instance like let's say with weight or you know finances or or just anything like that is i know exactly what i got to do to make those changes for some reason there isn't like a trigger in me mentally that goes off and I stride for that. So like, for instance, I know I should get 30 minutes of exercise every day, not just what I do at work. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. I somehow find myself still not doing it. <clears throat> and that's why at the beginning of this, I talked so heavily about the sleep apnea because I think the lack of energy and motivation I have from the lack of sleep I'm getting, um, alleviating that with a CPAP machine might be the help that I need to move me into that direction to staying motivated and really sticking to the grind of working out and eating a, you know, living a healthier lifestyle. Um, but shit, you know, some self-help books might actually, you know, give people answers that didn't even know existed. So, I mean, it's pretty nuts, but I mean, what would you say to what, uh, Jared asked Brandon? I'm sorry. What? Go ahead and ask again, Jared. What was the question one more time? I'm trying to remember exactly what I asked. Be- I was like, we could talk ben- about like the but- benefits of a self-help book and like therapy, like, like just like benefits yeah. people could potentially receive. And so I'm just, I'm just basing it off of like what I have experienced in the past or just like, I'm just talking about like how I think like the sleep apnea will be, you know, alleviating that or working on that will be a huge solution for my life. And for instance, for your boot camp, well, the self-help discipline book actually gave you a little bit of clarity that you didn't even know you needed, but you got it, and it's helped you power through this uh, season of work that you're going through. So that's basically what Jared's asking is like, you know, what what other benefits could people probably get? Honestly, you could probably cure depression. It could probably cure a lot of things. It's just, it's all about that person and what they're willing to accept from the information that is given to them yeah. and, and how they perceive it. And so yeah, it's, that's what it's definitely a applying it for sure applying the things that are told to you and the things that you read and things that are told to you by a therapist or anybody who is willing to give you advice like um you know i've gotten my fair share of advice from you ryan and i need to apply it in a lot of situations (laughs) um (laughs) but um but yeah dude just um uh another thing that i wanted to bring up too was um it was it was in regards to you mentioning Ryan earlier that uh not wanting to be around people and um you've been able to communicate that with your uh family 
and that's really important and uh communication is key communication can save you from a lot of um unnecessary fights unnecessary feelings and if you just um talk it out bitch and um you Pretty know <laughs> things yeah. will be okay <laughs> um yeah, communication is key for, you know, not just like a romantic relationship, but like any relationship in your life. Um, yeah, communication counts uh, even for a professional <clears throat> situation like a like a therapist. And um, I think everybody can benefit from therapy because depression, especially, you know, we can we're living through a lot of historical events and um, uh, depression, I feel like is has always been common, but now it's like. I don't want to say this, but hip it's, you know, depression is kind of in right now. Um, and so is talking about it. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anxiety is like hip, you know, and it's like, you know, it's just like the new thing that, you know, you can say that you have and stuff. And that's why it's really tough for me to like talk about it though. Cause I think like some people like kind of use it as a fucking scapegoat just cause they can and then like some people it's like no it's it's very serious for them and um it's tough but uh we do live in times where our level of potential depression is very different than our elders because we live in the age of internet and social media and you seeing what someone else has that you don't have and it affects you it may not do it right away but it certainly will especially if it's somebody you know um and it's not a jealousy thing. It's just like, damn, like I'm not there yet, or I don't have that, you know. Um, so that, that's a that's increased levels of depression pretty heavily in our age groups. Um, I would say, um, God, there's something else. But oh, yeah. So Brandon, like, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think just being open with people and communicating is the biggest thing in the world. Like, there's some things. Like yesterday when I misinterpreted Jared's text, um, because from my perspective, which isn't what it's not, not that it wasn't true. It's just, it's not what Jared was getting at. Um, based off the way I read his text, all I, all I see is like, well, then you need to talk about it. And I'm not saying to us at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm saying to whoever you want to, that makes you feel comfortable. So there's like a lot of that though, where like you misinterpret what someone actually means and it's like, oh, maybe it's actually not that serious. But to me, when, you know, Jared, we were on the phone too, like, once again, I'm going to be extremely vague about it to respect your privacy. But one, you know, obviously these conversations can get pretty heavy. Well, Jared's like, Hey, I, I you know, there's some stuff I don't want to share a hundred percent acceptable. And I completely respect that and understand it. But to me as an outside looking in, in some instances that also, would tell me like personally myself, Oh, I need to go talk about that to someone though. And so that's why, you know, I talked to my dad about it. I talked to my girlfriend, Natalie about it, not wanting to see people. It's like, that's pretty crazy, dude. Like <laughs> to have that, that thought. And, and um, I don't know, it's kind of shitty too. It's like Jared, you know, when he comes down here, I'm excited as shit to see him. But when he's here, sometimes I don't feel that way. And that makes me sad because I don't want to be that way. And it's not even just you, Jared. It's 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 literally like everyone. But right. I'm just making a point that like, yeah, dude, like communication is a hundred percent key. I don't believe in holding things in. I believe in waiting until you've digested it to approach the conversation a correct way. That's very different, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've just seen like my brother Eric growing up, he would hold things in. 
And then he got so angry that he had burst into tears because he couldn't keep it in anymore. This was like Eric is a teenager, by the way. This is so long ago. But I just saw that and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be so wound up that it finally just blows up eventually, you know? Because yeah. I, I felt really bad for him. Obviously, he grew out of that 100%. But, you know, when you're a teenager, you're experiencing different things. Um, so I, I am fortunate enough to have seen two older brothers grow up and I saw the way they went through their lives and they gave me perspective on how I wanted to do things my way, you know, and, and, and handling certain instances. So that's why communication was always one of my biggest things. If I've had a problem with someone or a problem in general, I like to talk to people about it because it helps me. So I think a lot of people can learn from that. I think too many people hold shit in and I just don't yeah. get it. I don't know why. Cause it just eats them up inside, you know? And, uh, it's really sad to see. That's all. Yeah. It's a, it's uncomfortable conversations that, um, people just don't want to be uncomfortable, but you got to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta break through that. Well, how, how can you ever like love yourself if you don't deal with that uncomfortability as well that you do have with yourself? Like, uh, I fucking hate that I'm fat right now. I can't stand it, but I also love myself as a person because I know, like who I am and and what I want to be for other people and myself and a contributing member of society. And I don't know. I just think there's a lot of stuff I got to work on, but I'm far from hating myself. That's for damn sure. Yeah. There's yeah. things that you're going to be, you know, not really happy about, but you can't hate yourself for it. Yeah, dude, get this shit. So we were at JC Penney yesterday and I saw a guy and he's the same height as me, but he also weighed a lot less. And I hate the way that dude looked. And I was like, so who know who knows where? Because like I I don't like the way I look is what I'm getting at for people listening. But I saw somebody who was literally the same frame as me, but however many pounds lighter. And I was like, oh, yikes, that don't look too good either. So it gave me clarity that it's not. I need to stop making it about what I look and just making it about health, because how you feel, yeah, how 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 I feel. And so that was like a a really crazy moment of clarity that I've never had in my life until that moment yesterday. It was something else because in my opinion, you know, for myself growing up, I've always cared about what people thought about me, especially the way I looked and especially with like the schools we went to and stuff. I mean, every school is like, you know, everyone's picking on each other, but I always have couldn't stand the way I looked and I, and the way people saw me. And then I just thought about it and I'm like, it's not like no one really, sits there and analyzes it like that, you know? Um, but neither should I, it's more of just like be healthy so you can, you know, live a good life, you know, and not be fucking out of breath when you're almost 30 walking upstairs a couple times at your new house. <laughs> oh shit. You're pushing 30, bro. No, oh, I know dude. I'm going to be 30 this year. Jared's going to be 32. I'm going to be 31 this year. You're 31. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I got it right. We got, we got 30, 31, and a 32 coming up. Hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, I get to turn into a alligator this year, that's what's up. Get fucked. <laughs> Brandon, you're looking at something. Sorry, there's chaos happening right now. Oh, no, you're good. Um, But yeah, uh, does that kind of answer your question, Jarrett, so to speak, sort of? It's, that was kind of a tough one to answer, in my opinion. Uh, It answers it from your guys' perspective, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um. You want to hear my perspective? Sure. Love to. I'm not going to lie to you, though. After your perspective, we're probably going to wrap this up. 
Okay. Well, I didn't want to talk about this since we were talking about self-help books and I didn't want to end it without touching it. Um, for me, I think one of the most impactful self-help books I've ever listened to and kind of read, uh, but it was mainly listened to you is 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson. Oh, nice. Um, I like, I highly encourage anyone to listen to that book. Uh, and I've listened to some other self-help books as well. And I going through the bookstore, you see, go through the psychology aisle and self-help aisle. And you just like see all these books and it can kind of be overwhelming for someone that's looking for help and the one to help themselves by choosing the right book. Um, I can't tell you whoever's listening that's going through that uh, mindset of what help they need. Uh, it's just like, you kind of got to find, go through the books and see what kind of book will, will be best for you. Uh, just by like reading the chapter or just reading the table of contents, the back of the back of the book and whatnot. Um, and kind of like you said, like who's writing the book, like what's their uh, perspective in life and like, who are they to tell me how, uh, how to self-help. But at some point, it may be kind of counterproductive like okay you read one self-help book it's good for you and then you may kind of go back down the drain again where you, where you feel that self-help book didn't do too much and then you're like going on to the next self-help book and if you get to that point you should probably like for and i'm going off of my personal experience like i just went to therapy is like the self-help books didn't really do too much for me except for maybe one and that was 12 rules for life. Um, and what I did was when I went to therapy, I discussed some of these self-help books and I realized that having an open discussion with a therapist about these books and implementing more of these strategies was way more beneficial than just reading the books alone. Um, and leaving myself to my own devices of how to implement uh, those strategies. Um, and as for therapy, uh, there's talk therapy. There's, I mean, there's other, some therapies that I can't think of, but what I've been, been through is like talk therapy, which is effective. Um, but the two most impactful therapies I've done is brain spotting and neuro-linguistic programming. Um, and neuro-linguistic programming is in a way a self-help book, but it's a strategy where it's hard for me to explain, but you do like these weird, you kind of trick your brain into making yourself, well, for instance, like my therapist and I, uh, we did a, a session of me trying to get into the mindset of wanting to get out of my procrastination uh, state of mind to write my outlines a couple of weeks ago. And within a week, less than a week, I came up with five outlines because I was in the mindset. It's like, I'm determined to do this. Um, and then brain spotting is super helpful with anyone that has, uh, tr has had traumatic experiences in their life. Uh, what it involves is you, and also EMDR. Um, EMDR is similar to brain spotting, but I can't remember what it stands for. Uh, 
Uh, but with brain spotting, you put on headphones and you're listening to uh, relaxing ambient music. <clears throat> and the therapist pretty much tells you, like, just look around the room and you focus on one topic and say, it's like, say you had a traumatic car accident uh, sometime in your life where uh, you killed someone or someone uh, killed someone, a passenger in your uh in your car and that traumatic has traumatized you for years, you will put on the headphones, you'll scan the room and you will find a spot and you will transfix on that spot. And what that is, is your brain's telling you, Hey, there's something here from something in your past that is, uh, something's going on with this spot in your room. So say like you're looking at a bookcase and there just so happens to be like coin jar on there for whatever reason, or just a toy car and we'll probably what's triggering you is that it's bringing up those memories of that car accident. Um, and what you do is you focus on that object or that spot until you go through all your waves of emotions until you find another spot in the room and then you go on to the next traumatizing uh, memory or something that, may come up and make you feel better about the event or something makes you feel better about looking into the future. It's really hard for me to explain, but top things that help me through therapy is talk therapy, brain spotting and neuro-linguistic programming. Um, by far, uh, brain spotting was and is the most effective thing for me uh, compared to talk therapy it's like you get into it and you go straight for whatever's affecting you um and then in 2020 i was under a lot of stress i mean it was also coke and all that stuff um, say coke it's a hard huh you say coke covid oh whoa <laughs> dude i thought you seriously just said coke I'm like oh, excuse me that okay sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, um, and I went down a really bad rabbit hole of self-help YouTube and uh, self-help psychology YouTube where I just went down like understanding trying to learn about personality and behavioral psychology and then I started learning about ADHD and about stuff like that and I was like dude I, dude, I have all this stuff and it's like no, fuck that shit. And then eventually, I mean, eventually I kind of snapped out of it. And it's like, dude, this stuff is like kind of tormenting me. Like if you find yourself in that loop, like that may not be good for you. Um, and you may want to find a professional if you, if that's what you feel that's best for you, but don't go down the self-help psychology YouTube longer than you need to. Um, and then also, uh, for me, journaling, I haven't done it since December, but journaling out your thoughts about whatever is bothering you is a good way to, it's kind of like talk therapy, but with yourself and on paper. Um, and it doesn't even have to be about something that's affecting you. It's just like write something that you want to write about, something productive. Like if I was, uh, I don't know, let's just say like I had a, five fifty thousand dollars for today what would i do it's like just come up with some kind of 
creative prompt that you want to write about. Um, and then like, if you're someone that's heavily introverted, like myself, find some kind of sense of community. If you want to, if like for me, it's Toastmasters and, um, mainly it's for me is Toastmasters. Uh, but sense community for some people, like you guys mentioned, like, Hey, yeah, the power of God doesn't work for you guys, but it may work for somebody else. Like mm -hmm. someone might find the Bible to be quite useful for them. Just going to church and find that sense of community might be useful to them. Yeah. Um, or you go to some kind of like in a way, uh, group therapy or group like life changing, uh, community. Um, and that may be effective for them. Just like find some kind of social community that's in the same boat as you. Um, and are actively making themselves better and trying to help everyone else out. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. That's a lot. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like, that's what I wanted to touch on before we ended the podcast because for me, like the self-help books didn't help out too much more than just a couple. So, yeah. Is... I'm really glad you said something too, because that, that would have been a lot left unsaid. So I'm really mm -hmm. glad that you made sure to say that all that. Cause that's awesome. Sure thing. I mean, from like an outside looking in, not that you're asking at all, but for me, between us two, I mean, that's always, it's always seemed like you just need a really good outlet to talk to someone, you know, like, mm -hmm. I just, you know, that's how I see, perceive it, you know, with you from what you talked to me about. And I think that's awesome that you've tried all these different avenues and you found some that work and some that just didn't. And I think that's yeah. great though, that you at least tried, you know, because that's, that's yeah. all that matters is you try these things out, you narrow it down, and then you really harp on the ones that, you know, find some positive outlets for you. That's mm -hmm. fucking fantastic. Like, uh, thanks. Um, like I highly recommend if anyone has like PTSD or kind of some kind of traumatic experiences in their life. Um, and it doesn't have to be super major where they got shot or something like that. It just could be something as stressful as like they lost a job and they lost their home or something like that. Well, it's major to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's my other thing is like, I, I actually, I'm glad you said that because that's something I really don't like hearing people say is like, Oh man, the fuck up. It's like, um, what they're going through may not be anything to you, but to them, that's the world to them. It's like, don't be, don't, uh, minimize what they're experiencing. Cause to them, that's the, they are experiencing the absolute shit of their world right now. That's what I was trying to explain with the halo shit. God damn it. When I was getting mad at Eric, yeah. I'm like, it, like it's that huge to me. Like it means that much to me. Like it provides that much happiness. I mean, I'm, the people I've met from halo, the people, I mean, it's countless times us as kids have played at Nanagiba's house or we play the campaigns, all three of us, like all of that mm -hmm. means so much to my life. And I'm not saying their memories that you dwell on. I'm just saying that that's how powerful it is. So yeah, what's major to someone is huge to them. So yeah, I agree with you. Like it doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. you know, someone was murdered in front of you. It could be you took a shit in public and everyone watched you. I don't know. Like it, if it's something big to that person, that's all that matters. And yeah. yeah. And I fucking hate it too. When people are like, Oh, it's not this here. It's like, no, fuck you. It's as serious as shit to me. Now, I'm, I'm guilty of probably saying that too. That's why I try to take a step back and think about how important it is to that person that's talking, you know? So, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's it. Going. That's all I had. Um, I'm actually glad you said that again because one of my favorite, I think one of my favorite titles 
and chapters in the 12 rules of life is rule nine. Assume that the person you're listening to might know something that you don't. And it's kind of like in the context, like, I mean, yeah, I kind of just kind of covered it. It's like, I'll have to listen to it. I like Jordan Peterson quite a bit, actually. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't agree with him on everything, but I I like his, his, the way he presents himself. Mm -hmm. I like the way he talks. I'm in the same boat as you, Ryan, but after hearing about it from Jared, I'm, I have actually have a Google search of everything that Jared's referenced and um, I'm going to be looking into those um, soon. Yeah. hundred percent. That's awesome. Um, so. Cause yeah, he's, I mean, obviously he's allowed to whatever the fuck he wants, but there is some mm-hmm. things he does say that are fantastic and I agree. There's some things that he doesn't, but uh, it sounds like this book you're talking about in particular is on the right page. And then he has also have another book. It's called 12 more rules beyond order. Um, it was a good book. It was a lot harder to get into because uh, it required a lot more concentration than his first book. Yeah. Uh, and then also, if you guys want to look into it, uh, Jordan Peterson has a self-authoring program and it's just pretty much what's your life look like if you did the things that were necessary for the future, what would it look like and what were your life look like i think i haven't done it yet <laughs> but yeah. i i have i bought the program i just haven't started it writing it um and then he also has to understand myself uh personality test which it's pretty impactful if you get the results that you don't want to get <laughs> yeah it's just i mean it doesn't <laughs> define who you are but it's like wow that's not what i was expecting <laughs> yeah rise a little bit um uh, so here's what I propose. So today is February 5th as we're recording this. I say the three of us or whoever else wants to be on it get, gets back together April 5th or close to whatever that weekend is and kind of just check up on each other and just see where we're at. You know? Mm-hmm. Down with that. Because not only has this been something we've been talking about for a while anyways, this, this episode's two months uh, late because we meant to do this at the end of 2022. But I think it's... uh. Yeah, I agree, Jared. Um, I think it's fun and extremely informative. And I also like how amateur all of us are. Like none of us are professionals, none of us know what we're talking about, but we do know our truths and what we've been through and what actually has guided us to a more positive route. So that is what we do know. So mm-hmm. I think talking about it is fantastic. And because I will harp on that until the day I die. You have to talk about things. You cannot dwell on them, you cannot let them sit. Um, for years you know obviously if you like i said let it sit for a week i get it <laughs> but i think we should definitely follow up with this um see how much brandon still hates pokemon scarlet and violet in two months and <laughs> <laughs> um but no i think we got to do this again we, we got to keep following up with this i think it's fantastic and i absolutely love it um it put me in a better mood it is a quiet more intimate episode I'm a little bit more intense but i do feel really fantastic and i can't wait to play with my nipples i guess jared's gonna play with his nipples i don't know and brandon um, <laughs> um if you saw the video oh, you I when i twist them <laughs> stupid um <laughs> jesus christ uh but yeah thank you guys so much for being on this fantastic episode i cannot wait to promote the hell out of this in the next few days I might literally do like a paid promotion on this episode just because I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Brandon, thank you so much for being back on, man. Um, obviously, you're kind of off social media now at this point, but uh, do you have anything else you want to say to anyone? Uh, well, I 
Um, just want to say thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun talking with you both. And um, it was like a little mini therapy session. So that's pretty rad. I, I definitely feel a lot uh, better about today, more so than I when I woke up this morning. Um, I... <laughs> Do you guys hear that? What? No. <laughs> I heard something. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, it's my cat's losing his fucking mind. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, so I renamed my my card Instagram again, and I might start posting on it soon. It's called Brandor the Wizard. I love it. Uh, make sure you text that to me so I can put it in the description of the podcast. Yeah. So Brandor the Wizard. It's Brandon, except the, oh, the N is an R. So Brandor uh, the Wizard. Kitty. Kitty what cat. the fuck is that? Oh, it's a cat. Yeah. Hi, Popeyes. Kind of like moved in like a robot. He, he is a little robotic. Okay. But yeah, you, you can find me there. Uh, that's like my public account. So if you want to hit me up and talk about like games, card games, or, you know, check out any, a, a lot of my old Pokemon collection that I still have up, hit me up there. And then, um, uh, yeah. One of these it's days really... we'll get you to post again. God damn it. I know. I'll do some pack openings really bad. Um, I was actually thinking about buying a booster box and just doing like a whole month of pack openings. I don't know. Yeah. Yet. I think that'd be a great idea. Or just do one video because I'm too impatient and I really yeah, just, yeah. you know, self-control, remember? Um, yeah, exactly. All right. So, yeah, Brandon will text me his his tagline and we will make sure that's in the description of the podcast. Please go follow him and blow up his DMs with make sure you post something. God damn it. Uh, Jarrett, what do you have left to say to the audience, if anything at all? Uh, take in account what we talked about today. If anything of it resonated with you. Think about trying some of the uh, avenues to help yourself. Yeah. It was a great, great episode. I happy couldn't agree here. more. I, yeah. Thank you so much, man. I'm really happy you were here. I wouldn't have been the same without you. Um, and I couldn't have closed any better myself. There's a lot we talked about today. If any of it resonates with you, please consider it. Check it out. Let us know what you think. And uh, if you have any more questions you want to hear us talk about on that two month follow up, then please DM me at It Just Works Studios on Instagram. Also, be sure to check out our music podcast, Core Collective. Uh, it is doing really great right now. And Jarrett was just on that to celebrate his uh, top five records of 2022, as we just talked about that. And then next of week time. of all time. Well, yeah, sort of of all time and just in general. Um, and then uh, me and Eric did a full discography review of Trivium, which comes out uh, this Friday. So be sure to check that out at Core Collective. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for your support, and we'll see you on the next episode. That is it. So goodbye. 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 Goodbye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.